Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 480, air date November 12th, 2019. Hello, everyone. Good morning or good afternoon. This is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Today, I wanted to do a follow-up to our conversation last time on really talking about the dynamics of change and how you get to truth, freedom, and health. Um, in particular, what I want to do is to really um, lay down a foundation of how uh, principles work from a systems approach, particularly in how we can enable change to take place. Hello to everyone. Good morning also. Um, so my hope is that you, uh, I'm able to convey to you some basic understanding of how we can get to truth, freedom, and health and win. Because for far too long, um, the dynamics of how political change take place, how movements take place, have been hidden from most of you. So because those dynamics and those principles have been hidden, um, most of us either want to run away when we see problems take place in our lives or problems take place in society, Uh, we get depressed, um, or we start uh, thinking that certain people who are really the agents of change uh, or who we should follow and when disruption takes place when they're exposed in some way uh, we get even more depressed and a cycle of suffering continues uh, over and over again so the point I'm trying to make is that if we understand the principles of change uh, build some ethics around it we can in fact have real change otherwise we're going to repeat history and so I want to walk you through that as many of you know on December 2nd of this year in 2019 uh, in Cambridge, we're also going to try to figure out how to do this workshop online. I'm going to give a, uh, a systems workshop, a systems revolutionary workshop, so you understand the fundamentals of systems, um, you understand how to look at the immune system, and how you can also take these concepts and learn, teach, and serve others. So uh, we'll come back to that, but I really wanted to give you in some way sort of a preview of that workshop's going to look like. So let me um, first begin, I've done a little Blackboard session here, hope it helps, but Let's really talk about what the enemy wants. It's really important to understand what, quote unquote, the enemy is. Uh, There is an enemy, which I call the existing establishment or people uh, who never want to really solve the problem, who never really want to solve, provide a real solution. They always address some other uh, problem. They address some other solution. So we really should understand what does the enemy, the opposition, want. And what you'll find is that there are three things that the enemy, in my view, wants. Uh, one is they want power, which is to uh, essentially have control over lots and lots of people. The second thing is they want profit, which is to make uh, tons of money uh, at an expense, uh, typically at the expense of many people. And the last thing is they want control, power, profit, and control. Uh, what's fascinating is people in academia, I'm ta- not talking about the real scientists, the academicians, which I've talked about part of the academic industrial complex, um, they, some of them don't make a lot of money, but they, what they want is control over narratives. They want to be able to write some scientific paper, quote-unquote scientific paper, and that scientific paper gets fossilized as truth, and that truth sort of uh, controls lots and lots of narratives and people, etc., which the fake news picks up or the news media picks up. Profit is what the Wall Street guys want, mega corporations, and power in some ways is what connects them. But I want to make that distinction. Sometimes people who want to make a lot of money and profit um, 
you know, billionaires, et cetera, and, and some of them are doing it for all sorts of reasons, but the academicians want something even more, in my view, more uh, valuable than profit, which is control. So it's important to understand this is what uh, the enemy wants. The, the issue is, the, con the, the question comes back to is, what is it you want? What is it I want? What is it uh, that I believe most people want in their lives? And that question also needs to be understood. So we understand at a broadly what the enemy wants, which is power, profit, and control. But what is it that you know everyday people want? And um, at least I know what I want are family members, working class people that I grew up with, be it here or in India. Um, you know, people by and large, uh, they're seeking, in my view, three things. Truth, they want to, they recognize that we don't understand everything in the universe. We don't uh, understand in some situations what the real problem is, but we're always trying to understand what the truth in a situation is. We want to be told the truth. Um, we want freedom. Um, freedom means the ability for me to speak freely, for me to make my own choices, for me to assemble, for me to share my views. Uh, that's a very fundamental aspect of freedom. One of the reasons my parents left India and came to the United States is a relative uh, expression of freedom you had in this country. Uh, and I believe that is foundationally what made this country so different than other countries. Not to say that every problem is solved in the United States, but there's a fundamental relative freedom that we have here, which is also now being questioned. The second thing is health. And I've talked about this, that you cannot have truth without freedom, which means the ability to openly discourse, fight censorship at every point, not give one inch to it, no matter how much people say it's okay to censor under, under these conditions. In fact, I had a conversation today uh, about the AMC situation and someone said, well, maybe they were doing it for business reasons. And I said, look, it doesn't matter. They're, they claim they want to change the world, they want truth, and they are uh, uh, rationalizing censorship. This person finally got what I was saying. You cannot give one inch to censorship. But from freedom, we get the ability to have debate and discourse, lively debate and discourse, not excluding people, because in the open marketplace of discourse and debate, I believe truth will emerge. And from that truth, we can really find health for our body, uh, our society, etc. But it's truth, freedom, and health is, I believe, what is it that we want. The uh, next aspect, what I want to talk about is, it's important, I talked about this last time, but I want to enumerate it a little more clearly and we'll discuss this more in the workshop we're going to do on December 2nd. But I want you to understand how the enemy, how the establishment actually works to constrain truth, freedom, and health, and how it uses this to support power, profit, and control. So let's begin by that. There's really six strategies of the enemy or the establishment. The first strategy is exclusivity, which means, which means uh, uh, this thought that a few people are the ones who will be guiding the movement or the few people have always been in the movement like they know what's best for you and it's sort of the assumed model um, of how they operate we know what's best you don't and this is at the core of one of the aspects of how the enemy, uh, enemy operates because they want to keep people out the other is opacity it's the opposite of transparency opacity means keep things hidden keep things dark and I'll come back to this the third is reductionism they profit, they control, and they gain power by taking a very complex situation, be it the immune system, or the transportation system, or the healthcare system, or the climate system, and reducing it always to one part or a single variable. And we'll come back to this. 
The fourth thing is centralization. Centralization always, centralization of power, centralization of using the means of distribution, etc. But centralization is one of the key aspects of how the enemy operates because that's how they can achieve power, profit, and control. The next thing, which we've seen occur uh, recently, and you have to be very aware of this, is censorship. Censorship uh, of other people's thoughts, of other people's ideas, etc. And then depersonalization. Depersonalization means thinking of everyone as one big blob, blob, not thinking of you as an individual. So let me just review again. Exclusivity, it's a few, the elite. And this could be even in your uh, small town committees. It could be in any decision making. You see this uh, in a juvenile way in some student governments or local government, etc. It's these few people who are the insiders. It's the old, what used to be called the quote unquote old boys network. The second thing, as I mentioned, is opacity. Things are hidden, things are secretive, decisions are made behind closed doors. You and I never really know, and then later people want us to fall in line to those decisions. The next one is reductionism. You, you take a very complex system, you reduce it to a single part. So in the case of the immune system, which we'll discuss more, you take a very complex system and you say the measure of success of that immune system is antibodies. Or you take a very complex system like the climate and you say CO2 is a problem. When it isn't, by the way. Centralization, big pharma, big media, big government. This is another aspect of the centralization of things. So you, you force people um, to use big media, for example, for distribution of your knowledge. The second thing is censorship. Censorship means shut up and fall in line. We've already decided what's right. We've decided uh, the single-threaded model, for example, we saw that this is the only way that we lead uh, a movement for, uh, for health. And, and if you don't shut up and fall in line, we're going to force you to do that. The next is depersonalization, treating you as a statistic. All of us are the same, and therefore all of you will follow this singular path to support our movement, when in fact it's their movement. Okay, So... What I want to now move, and by the way, on December 2nd, I'll do more of this. I wanted to do this this morning. I have to go pick up someone at the airport. So I'm, I'm a little bit rushed, but I just wanted to get this across. Um, the, what are the six strategies of winning? What I call, how do you become a systems revolutionary? One of my goals as an educator is to pass on this knowledge, give you sort of core principles, so you can go be an active agent of change. You can be a leader. What's unfortunate, with all of these social media <laughs> platforms we have, everyone's called a follower. Isn't that interesting? Followers. Well, I frankly don't want followers. I want leaders. I frankly like to go do a bunch of other things. I still like doing art. I like to do other things. But I feel the need to do this and share this because we need leaders. We need lots and lots and lots of leaders. That's what we need. The second thing is, uh, the first thing in the strategy for winning is we need inclusivity. Uh, this is number one. It's the opposite of exclusivity, and we'll come back to this. We need to include as many people as possible. The second is we need transparency, which means openness, uh, not secretiveness, which is the opposite of opacity. Third is we need systems thinking. We need to look at the entire problem, because when we look at the entire problem, or when we look at the whole of the system, we find what the real problem is, and we can find the real solution. Fourth is we need to decentralize. We can't build a movement based on thinking that 
one way is the only way to get out our information. Like, oh my God, we need Facebook or we need AMC theaters, for example. That's what this is about. I don't want to say uh, we're attacking anyone in the quote unquote community. We want to talk about the bigger principle here. We need to get away from this being me versus someone else. There's a bigger, broader principle here, which is you cannot win by centralization. You need to go to decentralization. The other thing is freedom. Uh, freedom is at the crux of this. It's sort of the glue of all of this. You can't be censoring people. For, uh, uh, the last one is personalization. You're unique, I'm unique. My journey from the journey I went as an untouchable in India, coming through here, uh, going to working in Newark, New Jersey, uh, building the first email system, coming to MIT, having to fight uh, for that truth, coming to this point in my life is a very different journey than what we've gone through. So we have to respect and realize it's a personalized model. So, again, to review, inclusivity in a winning strategy is we invite all people. And we're not gonna uh, attack anyone. We want open discourse, open discourse. So when I went publicly and I shared what happened, people um, called me and wanted to finally apologize for what happened with the situation telling people to take videos down. Well, I accept the apology, but you need to do it openly and publicly. That's one second. Let me just tell someone I'll call them right back. Um, there. Um, so one of the important things is we need to do things openly and that gets down to transparency. Open discourse, open debate. We're not gonna hide things here. We're gonna have open, trans open discussion. We're not gonna say this person is some horrible person or that person's horrible. We openly discuss because in open form, the truth will emerge. I'm very confident and believe in people. That's what this comes down to. Do you believe in people or do you believe in the, in the few? Uh, do you believe in the Hollywood elites? Do you believe in celebrities? For far too long, movements await for a few celebrities and then we all bow down to these celebrities, right? Or some old guard politicians. No way, that's not how movements are built. Second thing is system thinking. We need to see the whole. We need to see the whole picture. We need to see the whole elephant. When you look at the whole immune system, the whole immune system is much, and, and what science reveals today is different than we knew before. And we also need to be open that the science is never settled. We don't know everything. In Newton's laws, F equals MA, force equals mass times acceleration, or the uh, gravitational laws, you know? Uh, people thought that those were done, you know, for, for 400 years. Einstein came and he found out under certain conditions um, at the speed of light, those laws don't hold. You always have to be open. You always have to be questioning, questioning, questioning. And that's how we ensure freedom prevails. Next, next thing is decentralization. Direct and everywhere. We can't be relying on AMC theaters to get the news out, which is a Chinese-owned company. Again, I'm harping on this, but the strategy is wrong. If you see that as one part of something, great. We cannot be relying on one group of people, big media, we have the opportunity to decentralize. And that's what one of my goals is. I want to educate as many people as possible. Other people go become leaders, not followers. You guys learn, you guys teach, you guys serve. It's direct and everywhere. The next aspect of this is freedom. Not one inch to censorship. As I mentioned, I was, uh, I've seen uh, a few people, uh, most people get what took place. A few people um, are saying, oh, you're splitting the anti-vaxxer movement by, we need to unite. Look, unity by supporting censorship is fake unity. Let me repeat that. Unity based on censorship is fake unity. The reason the issue of vaccines has gotten to this point 
is because there is a censorship of scientists like myself. There's a censorship of many people who had access to data. There's been the censorship of mothers. There's been the censorship of voices. You don't fight and you don't win by censorship of any form. So if those folks want to promote a movie and they think it's okay to censor people, wrong. You're dead on arrival. You're practicing the establishment. You're practicing, in fact, the, the concepts of the not-so-obvious establishment. It's not going to work. Censorship is not one inch to censorship. Sorry I get so excited about that, but it's sort of the fundamentals for me because when you censor people, you have no discourse. The last one is personalization. Let a thousand flowers bloom. Each one of us is unique. If you look at any material in nature, you know, if you, if you look at where we are today, we were created, if you believe in a creator, uh, if you believe in nature, through many, many, many uh, attempts. There's been a forging of many different things that are in this body and everything. The best materials in man-made systems or artificial systems are composite materials when multiple things come together and recognizing the unique nature of people. So, in closing, what are the ethics of a movement like this? First of all, winning by using enemies' methods is losing. You're dead on arrival. I'll repeat that. Winning by using our enemies' methods is losing. You can't compromise on principles. One of my great teachers who was a a yogi in a small village, a very poor village said, you have to have principles. You cannot compromise on principles. You can't say, I need to get box office numbers, therefore we need to remove that video down. No way. It's dead on arrival. And what's the path forward? Well, there's three things I think are important for the path forward. One is education. My great-grandfather, who was an indentured servant, at 12 years old he went on a slave ship over to Burma, uh, to see if he could make his fortune. Um, very frugal man, you know, he had very little, but one of the things he always said was, you must um, uh, give whatever you have for education. Whatever money he had, if someone wanted a book, he would take money out of his wallet and give it to him. It's education. What's the second principle in Path Forward? Education. What's the third one? It's education. Education is ultimately the way out of this. Those in power are ignorant, uh, those of the not-so-obvious establishment are ignorant and they prosper on ignorance and they cover it with arrogance. The only way out of this is education. Um, one of the things we're going to be doing, as I mentioned, is we're going to have a systems revolutionary workshop. Um, we did this many years ago. We used to teach people, number one, the fundamentals of how all systems work. And I can teach you this. It's probably 40 years of my knowledge, but I can teach it to you in a few hours. So you don't have to go to MIT. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Um, uh, but you can take your time, you know, cover some costs for some books and paper, but you're going to learn the fundamentals of all systems. And as an example, I'm going to teach you one of the systems to begin with because that's top of mind, the fundamentals of the immune system. The immune system is a very complex system, but you can apply those systems principles to understand the fundamentals of the immune system. And when you apply systems thinking, what comes out of it is you actually can find what the real problem is and you can find what a real solution is. But most importantly, you need to learn how to fight. Look, I'm a scientist and an inventor and a fighter, but so are you. You're a scientist, you're an inventor and you're a fighter. That's how you become a systems revolutionary. And then finally, this is not about followers. This is not about Shiva Ayodhure, uh, you, know, you know, about Shiva. This is not about XYZ person. This is about you serving life. 
It's about you learning these principles, and maybe there's other principles we can add to this. I'm obviously open to it. You know, I learn every day, but we need to learn, we need to teach, and we need to serve. My intention here is to give you these tools. We're gonna do a workshop on December 2nd, and then we're gonna teach you how you can teach, and we're gonna give you tools. So I have to uh, go, I'm getting uh, a bunch of text messages um, from Michelle who I have to go pick up at the airport. But what I can tell you is the way we win is by following principles. And those principles, just to review very quickly, I'll go back here, are these principles, okay? This is how we win. This is how you become a systems revolutionary. Inclusivity, transparency, systems thinking, decentralization, freedom, personalization. Exactly, someone just wrote see one, do one, teach one. That's how we win. We include people. We gotta go beyond left or right. We gotta go beyond pro-Trump, anti-Trump beyond pro-climate, anti-climate, beyond CO2, anti-CO2, beyond vax, anti-vax, and beyond single-threading to this is the way. And I can tell you, if this is the red flags you should have, if someone says, oh, oh, well, um, we're splitting up the movement by talking about that right now, that's fear-based. When someone says, we need unity, so everyone fall in line, that's fear-based. Those are signals that something is wrong and we are practicing the methods of the enemy. We're never gonna win by using the operating system of the enemy, which is power, profit, and control. I'll repeat that, you're never gonna win. So my goal is to educate you so you stand strong, you become leaders. Anyway, this is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I hope this was helpful. Um, Jen, I don't know if there's any questions you wanna send to me that are popping up. Uh, if you want to text me, I'll take a few questions, uh, maybe one or two. But if there isn't, uh, I hope this has been valuable. I, um, let me come back to me. So I hope this has been valuable. And uh, uh, please go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Uh, I think that's what the website is. If you want to learn more and if you want to join a group that we've set up, I think, let me go over to this. And that's what it is, truthfreedomhealth.com. You can sign up to learn more about this workshop. We're working on some website stuff. People have asked us to make this accessible online. We'll be doing that. Um, but anyway, I hope everyone, you have a, a great Sunday. Um, I hope everyone um, is, uh, is recognizing that uh, if you believe that you uh, were put on here for an important purpose, everyone here is put on an important pur purpose, you have dreams, uh, you have visions, you have struggles, and uh, my, my goal is that you should know the truth, you should be the light, and you should find your way. And that is a very personal journey. And that's why we need choice, we need freedom, and not one inch to censorship. Anyway, Dr. Shiva Ayadure, be well.